Here's the story of a man who got caught up in a chapter of Iraq that many Americans rarely think about anymore. It dates back to the war in Iraq, the first war in Iraq in 1990. Shakur Hamoudi is an Iraqi-American who ran a gourmet food market in Columbia, Missouri. Now he's in a federal prison in Kansas. He was charged with violating U.S. sanctions by sending money to his relatives in Iraq in the 1990s. Hamoudi's family is now petitioning President Obama to reduce his punishment. Reporter Anna Boyko Wyrock has his story. During the first Gulf War, President George Bush appeared on TV. We have no argument with the people of Iraq. The country was under UN sanctions. Meanwhile, in Columbia, Missouri, Lemia Najem and her husband, Shakur Hamoudi, had migrated to the U.S. They heard Bush on TV and thought they understood what he said. Today, Najem looks back, resigned. I was never imagined that. Helping others is breaking the law. In 1990, U.S. sanctions prohibited money transfers to Iraq. Earlier this year, Nejem's husband, Hamoudi, began serving three years in prison for violating those rules by sending money to his relatives in Iraq and helping other Iraqis in Missouri do the same. Over nine years, the transfers added up to nearly $300,000. Nejem said the idea came in 1992, when her brother-in-law called from Iraq. They expected news about a new baby. We received a call. We were asking about our relatives, and then they said, no, the baby, uh, we lost the baby. Uh, We said, uh, why you lost the baby? What's happened? They did not want to tell us first. And then when we kept asking, they told us that, yeah, because she had infection, and we could not find the medicine for her. Hamoudi's sister-in-law couldn't afford $10 antibiotics to treat an infection and prevent a miscarriage. Nejem said she and her husband had to help. You can never enjoy the life and sit and be happy, and you know that your family, they are suffering. In court, Hamoudi pled that when he started sending money in 1994, he knew it was illegal. Hamoudi couldn't speak from prison for this story, but Inside Columbia Magazine interviewed him this summer. I felt obligated and responsible to extend a hand of compassion and mercy to my family in Iraq. So I was sending them some relief funds so as they could buy food and medicine locally there. No one's ever proved that Hamoudi's money supported Saddam Hussein's government. But U.S. officials argue that Hamoudi chose to skirt the rules instead of sending aid legally. Don Ledford is a spokesman for the Department of Justice, which prosecuted the case. Um, So I'll just start at the top and go through. He read an official Um, statement. When cash is transferred across international borders, it's difficult, if not impossible, to trace its destination. There's no way to know whether those funds wind up in the hands of terrorists or innocent family members. For that reason, the very act of smuggling funds in violation of U.S. sanctions is necessarily a crime. Mr. Hamoudi chose to commit a federal crime for which he has been justly sentenced by the court. With Hamoudi now in prison, his family is stumbling through life without him. Nejem, Hamoudi's wife, teaches Arabic to second graders. She has never been apart from her husband for so long. We're always together, and he's always there to help me, support me, so uh, he's a big part of my life. Yeah, most of these are probably not made in the U.S., so they don't have that. Hamoudi's oldest son, Awais Abdul Kafi, is in medical school and now also runs the gourmet grocery store his dad started. 
He thinks his father's case is ridiculous. Makes no sense. You're taking a very productive citizen, a very highly educated person who did a noble and humanitarian deed. You're imprisoning him. Hamoudi's 15-year-old son, Abdul Rahman Abdul Kafi, said life isn't as fun without his dad. Usually we would like sit as a family after prayer and talk, just say what happened that day and stuff like that. It was just the talking that made it feel better, made the, like, the day finish at a good rate. Let's see. Um, Craig Van Maitri is a pro bono lawyer in Colombia working for Hamoudi. He flips through a petition that asks Obama to shorten the sentence. It has thousands of signatures and letters from people Hamoudi helped. See, here's a letter in Arabic that's... Uh, but Van Maitri knows it's a long shot. Obama has only commuted one sentence in his term. There are literally thousands of people clamoring for the president's attention and penetrating that noise to single out this one case is going to be a very, very difficult task. Hamoudi's son, Owais, said it's more than that. We believe that God kind of tests us. It's kind of a test of how faithful and resilient we are. In an email, a Justice Department official said Hamoudi's petition application is being considered, but couldn't estimate when there would be a decision. For The World, I'm Anna Boyko-Wyrock in Columbia, Missouri.